This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader the station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Let me tell you about Jace Medical. Jace Medical is there for you if you need antibiotics. They put the antibiotics in your own home so you have access to it. Um, but also, you, the medication that you take every day, like high blood pressure medication or, or uh, you know, heart pills or, God forbid, insulin. If you can't get that, what happens? If there's a breakdown in the supply chain, a breakdown of our communication system, whatever, how are you going to survive if you don't have access to those medications? Well, Jace Medical can make those medications happen in your house. A year's supply of the critical uh, medications that you and your family take. Go to jacemedical.com today. Enter the promo code Beck at checkout for a discount on your order. It's jasemedical.com. news and uh steve baker uh, an independent journalist that works with the blaze have been given unprecedented access to the january 6th videotapes and steve has been talking to us now for a while about the pipe bombs and what happened on january 6th those two pipe bombs that everybody seems to forget about and strangely the left never used to make a big deal out of. You would think that almost killing the uh, vice president of the United States, the first black vice president, you'd think that that would have been used in a campaign ad or something, or at least that they would have had moral outrage that somebody was trying to kill her. Well, they haven't. Why? Well, never before seen footage of the January 6th pipe bomb has come out through blaze news steve baker is going to take us through it and any updates on this story in 60 seconds stand by first patriot mobile what does the phone company do with the money you send them every month normally i don't care i really don't care i mean i do they provide a good service am i getting a good price but now these woke companies are funding things, you know, like Coca-Cola, teaching that white people are unforgivable. N no, no. Uh, phone companies like Verizon funding abortions or abortion centers like Planned Parenthood. No, I don't want any of my money going to that. 
Patriot Mobile's mission is to passionately defend our God-given constitutional rights and freedoms and to glorify God always. What they're doing is they made a company and a product that is a mobile phone service. You'll get the same coverage because they're on the same cell towers. So you get the same exact coverage at a better price. And they made this company. They made it successful and stable and great. A great alternative to the big three. And then with their money, they've decided to protect the constitutional rights that we all hold sacred. Or at least at least half of us hold them sacred. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the offer code Beck. Join me. Make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 972-PATRIOT. Investigative journalist and Blaze Media correspondent Steve Baker joins us now. Hi, Steve. Hey, good morning, Glenn. Weren't you supposed to be in jail by now? Yeah, I. You know that was where I'd planned to spend uh, the first quarter of this year or so. But uh. <laughs> the FBI. The last we spoke to you, the FBI had just notified, I think, your attorney that uh, they were going to come pick you up for. For crimes unknown, yet they haven't told you what it's why they are going to arrest you, uh, but they said they would be doing it in January. Did they not? Yeah, uh, crimes against humanity. That's what I'm calling it that's right now, he, myself. Okay, but yeah, yeah sure. so but it's it's uh, one of those things yet again where the DOJ has left me hanging. The first time after their first threat, they left me uh, alone for 20 months, and then they showed up again with a grand jury subpoena. Then they left me alone for five months. And then they showed up again here just before Christmas, and uh, we backed them off, I think, with the media uh, uh, offensive that we did, a response. And then they talked to my attorney just before New Year's and said that my self-surrender would be required sometime in mid-January. They'd give me seven, ten days notice uh, of that. And then they went silent again, and so we haven't heard from them. Here we are mid-February, and we know nothing. I mean, just so people understand what the government is doing to people, and it's not just Steve, it's happening all over with regular people. Mm -hmm. The DOJ is screwing with people's lives and, quite honestly, their sanity. Imagine you're being told by the FBI with an unlimited amount of money to convict or to harass or to uh, uh, build a case against you. You have to think, oh, my gosh, at any time I may be going to jail. I may have to be fighting this and none of this is true. And then they just leave. So that just that just hangs in your life forever. And then they call back just as you're getting comfortable. I guess they forgot about me. They call back. It's honestly like a cancer center calling you and saying, hey, we have your results and it looks like you have cancer. Uh, We'll we'll let you know next week. And then. (laughs) You don't hear from them and you can't get them on the phone. Right. Do I have cancer or not? It's really cruel, really cruel. Um, All right. So, Steve, you have uh, brought us footage now. This is never before seen. You released it earlier this week on on Blaze Media. Um, And it is footage of the January 6th pipe bomb and the well, I would say the the elimination of it. But we don't actually see that. Set this clip up, will you? Yeah, the first clip that we have that we released two days ago was the actual 
and most important cameras that were used in the investigation scene. Uh, they, we're talking about a camera that had been in a fixed position. We were able to go on the CCTV camera uh, viewing room and go back as far back as December 28th of 2020 and look. And we see that that one camera number is called number 3173 had not moved for at least eight, day, eight days prior to January 6th. And then uh, the bomb was called in by the Capitol Police Plain Clothes Office officer you remember we reported that here about mm-hmm. three weeks ago and yep. then when when that officer made that report and then we saw the very lackadaisical response by the secret letting, service letting kids walk by the pipe bomb within feet of the pipe bomb yeah Glenn, they didn't do it they were literally finishing their sandwiches in, the, well, in their vehicle before they got right. out of the car to respond right. to a bomb with right. the vice president-elect 15 feet away inside that building. I mean, this, this is how absurd this situation is. But nevertheless, on this camera, we see suddenly it is taken control of by the Capitol Police Command Center. They have an area where, where their big viewing room right. is and where their camera operators are. It's called the pit. And when... That was called in four minutes after that plainclothes officer reported that that camera starts zooming for the first time and it starts scanning and it's uh, panning around and it's looking for the bomb. And then it pulls back and it does this and it moves around for about 20 or 30 minutes before finally somebody told that camera operator to move that camera off of the investigative scene. And it was pitched to a hard right 90 degrees away from that. And it remained there until at least midnight of January 6th because I went and looked at all of those videos all the way to the end of the day. So it is it is amazing to me because the if I'm not mistaken, the well, let's watch the report. Here it is. Capital CCTV camera number 3173 was the most important camera covering the DNC pipe bomb story event. You've probably already seen Thomas Massey's release of the video in which it appears that a Capitol Police plainclothes officer has discovered the bomb and has alerted the Secret Service and the Metro Police officers that were on the scene. You've probably also already seen the bomb-sniffing dog, and you may have already also seen the arrival of then-Vice President-elect Kamala Harris's motorcade. What you haven't seen is, well, what somebody in the Capitol Police Command Center didn't want us to see. And that's the actual investigation of the bomb scene. What we're going to show you now is how they hid that from us. What we were able to access from the Capitol CCTV viewing room is how long that camera number 3173 had remained in that fixed position we were able to go back as far as december 28th of 2020 just eight days or so before the events of january 6th and from that review we could see that the camera's positioning was in that fixed position for days weeks months but ultimately it was only just these very few minutes after the bomb's discovery that that camera began to move The camera then began to move, pan, zoom in, looking for the bomb itself. 
The one thing that we know for sure is that camera 3173 was the most crucial of all the cameras. It had the closest and the clearest view of what law enforcement's response, what their investigation, and ultimately the destruction and detonation or the attempted detonation of the bomb would be by the bomb squad robot. But inexplicably, and I'm getting tired of using that word every single time we do one of these investigations, but that seems to be the key word when it's related to January 6th, is that at approximately 1.40 p.m., camera number 3173 was remotely directed away from the scene at about a 90-degree angle, and then it remained in this newly fixed position away from the investigation for the rest of the day, or at least until midnight on January 6th. Now, it might be assumed that this was an error, an accident, an oversight. Maybe somebody bumped the joystick on camera number 3173 until we then review camera number 8020. As we are seeing the robot deployed down the street, headed towards the bomb, someone, again, directs camera 8020 away from the investigation scene and then affixes it once again, it seems like at a hard right 90 degree angle away from the investigation once again. It's incredible. It's Why would they incredible. turn those cameras away from the investigative scene? Who ordered those cameras to be turned away. What were we not allowed to see? We'll have more with Steve here in just a second. First, Tunnel to Towers. It's a, a foundation um, that has put a place together at a place called Land Lakes, Florida. It's a let-us-do-good village. It's a community of about 100 homes that are being built for the foundation's program participants. These are the people uh, that have lost a family member or they're severely injured in the line of duty, and that's either, you know, as local sheriff or police or fire or somebody that was overseas fighting for our country there's uh, already people there but it's a special place where the families of our heroes can heal where the children of our nation's fallen or catastrophically injured can grow up together and support each other and it's all thanks to an amazing donation of lots of land uh from an individual and it's it's built the houses are being built through donations that come from people like you so if you can help america's greatest heroes and their families heal together make the let us do good village the first of many communities like it with every mortgage free home the foundation makes good on its promise to do good and never forget donate 11 dollars a month to tunnel to towers at t2t.org that's t the number two t dot org 10 seconds, station ID. All right, so Steve, give us some updates on what else we have found. I know I read today that there was a there were um, bomb sniffing dogs in the area and there's they, they gave no indication. And I know because I've had a bomb sniffing dog before um, they they are relentless uh and they would have found it 
had it had any explosives in it, don't you think? I would think so, especially as haphazardly as this particular device was, you know, yeah. put, to, put together. And yeah. and this is this is even more important, Glenn. This is really the latest and most developing part of this story. Is we did in fact acquire the images of the destruction of this bomb by the bomb robot. In fact, we now have it up. It's up on YouTube right now. So it's about to be distributed across all the Blaze platforms today. Wow. It's, it is now up. But this is the story behind that, is that as late as 9 o'clock on Wednesday night, when I was supposed to have these videos in my Dropbox from Congress, I received a call from a senior congressional aide who said, Sorry, we cannot give you these scenes and these images. Why? We are being told that the technology is classified and it's sensitive in what has was used to uh, to destroy the, the pipe bomb at the DNC headquarters, to which I responded, Glenn, I said, BS, because I said, you can go look on the Department of Homeland Security's website and read mm-hmm. the destruction of the the uh, or the read the information with images and video of the exact type of water disruptor cannon that was used to blow apart that bomb and it's available freely to the public as a matter of fact you can buy this system yourself online and the patent holder has given it away for free anybody can use it and yet they were the 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 powers that be were telling me we could not have it. Actually, they were lying to the Congress members and telling them that they couldn't give it to me because and then what ended up happening and thank goodness you had him on here a week or so ago, but Representative Barry Loudermilk intervened Mm -hmm. and we want to look him and his staff have been just absolutely invaluable to our investigations and our research, but they intervened and by seven o'clock yesterday morning, we had the video. And that's available right now. Right now. It'll be on Blaze TV. Uh, It will be on uh, theblaze.com and all of our our, all of our platforms. The reason we can do these things is because uh, of you. If you are a subscriber, please uh, tell a friend. If you're not a subscriber, please join us at Blaze. There's so many reasons, but investigative journalism, I've. I know the plans of the company, um, and they are expanding. As Stu said, it's like they've backed up a dump truck of money uh, to be able to do these things and and grow in real credible news and investigative reporting. Um, but we really need you to subscribe to help support that. And you can do that by going to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code free speech and get $30 off your annual subscription. Uh, so you get a monthly access to the premium articles and, you know, the opinions and things like what Steve is doing. You want to do an annual. It's $3 a month. You get Blaze TV Plus, which is everything for $10 a month. So. Join us, William. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Free speech is uh, the uh, the promo code. So, Steve, where does this go from here? I mean, this seems to me to be um, a a diversion um, because the they were both discovered about five minutes before the Capitol was, you know, stormed. 
it was that do you think this was to pull capital police off of the capital and bring them here what what do you think this was supposed to do they were diversions and they were meant to diminish the force that was available to protect the capital that day there's just no other way there's no other reasonable explanation because the first bomb the rnc bomb was found about 10 or 15 minutes before that first barricade breach the famous ray ups barricade breach line happened that happened at 12:52 uh, p.m the bomb was found about 10 minutes before that then the bomb or the breach happens at 12:52. this group of people storm up to the west terrace they begin to form another line up there and they've already had to divert dozens of officers away from the capital an already diminished police force anyway because mm-hmm. of the covid protocols and because they did not want the as they said they didn't want the 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 optics of extra security there at the capitol that day and uh particularly guys wearing the hard units or the national guard uh you know the 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 robocop looking guys they didn't want any of that optics there that day so what does it tell you that the investigators um weren't really allowed to investigate they they tracked one guy uh to i think a home in virginia and then they were told go away Uh, by the fbi just leave it alone there's nothing to see here what would the motivation be for a government that is trying to track down every grandmother who is anywhere near the capital to not pay attention to this why would they issue a five hundred thousand dollar reward for information leading to the arrest of this bomber and then take the extra step of hiding all of the evidence from us. I, I told them when they did it, I said, just make it $5 million. You're not planning on giving it away anyway. You know, it's just, it's just so clear, you know, that there may have been, you know, bad guys, you know, that were Trump supporters or not Trump supporters. But there was this group of people and all of the real leaders, the ones who, like uh, Ray Epps, were causing people to go in and encouraging them to go in. You've got the guy on the tower, uh, the scaffolding that they can't find. They've got the two pipe bomb people. You can't find them. It, it, it just screams set up. To almost to a man, every single Capitol Police officer retired, who left the job, who are still active with the force, they all believe that they were set up that day. The only ones who won't admit that are the existing leadership, but that's another story, and we're working on that as well. Hmm. Steve, thank you so much. I hope you stay out of jail. Know <laughs> that we're we're with you. Um, Steve Baker, investigative journalist, uh, Blaze Media correspondent. You can find his work at blaze.com, theblaze.com, or on Blaze TV. More footage, as he just said, exclusive, now being released by Blaze Media. More in a minute. Glenn Beck. It's so important for your future and the future of your family that you take charge of what your money is doing. The guiding principles and values that this country was built on are endangered. They are on an endangered species list. 
Until we can rebuild the fundamental institutions, nothing, and especially the American economy, nothing is a safe bet. That's why I recommend that you protect your hard-earned savings with an asset you can trust, and that's gold or silver. I want you to go to Lear Capital. These are the people. I bought my first uh, gold coins. I was listening to Rush Limbaugh, and uh, he was talking about Lear Capital, and I bought my first gold coins with Lear. Um, and you know, later I went to another company and did business with them for a very long time. And I love those people. Um, business is business and rush had Lear capital for all these years. And, uh, the person that I did business and bought those coins, that salesperson is still working at Lear capital. I want you to go now and find out how you can protect your money. 800-889-3070, 800-889-3070. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Uh, just uh, some breaking news. Odyssey Radio has been sold. Uh, it went into bankruptcy and uh, has just been bailed out. Now the major shareholder in Odyssey Radio is the George Soros Fund. Uh, so we got that going for us, kids. Uh, that's really... Uh, very exciting, uh, especially when you look at what Odyssey Radio is. Now, this is this goes directly to something that we have been talking to you about, how it's going to get harder and harder for, um, you know, voices that may disagree with. the. And it is they're shutting down voices all the time, uh, right in front of our eyes. Apparently, it gets worse and worse and worse every day. Um, and this goes on. Have a good chance if you're in any major. Mm-hmm. Are you there? Yeah. Sorry, you cut out there for a second, Glenn. So we were just Are discussing. Yes. Okay. Can you, yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry. So the the list of these stations, George Soros Fund is now the controlling shareholder. Odyssey uh, used to be known as Entercom. That doesn't help you. But Entercom was a big company already and it acquired cbs radio they are now the second largest owner of radio stations in the united states uh to give you some idea this is what they own in los angeles kcbs fm knx knx fm kroq fm k earth these are uh all there's two all news radios knx and uh, KCBS um, are news radio. I guess this is FM. So it's KNX and KNX FM. That's all news radio. That is that is the powerhouse of news uh, in um, in Los Angeles. Let's uh, they own everything in San Francisco. They own stuff in in Denver, Colorado, in Connecticut, in D.C. They own all of the big stations in D.C. Miami is the same, Orlando, Atlanta, Chicago. They have WBBM, which is all news radio, AM and FM. Again, the news. They own stations in Wichita, New Orleans, Baltimore, Boston, Springfield, 
Detroit, everywhere. You get down to New York City, and that's where it really starts to become uh, really concerning uh, because this is your access to news. They have all news radio WCBS. They have WCBS FM. They have WFAN, FAM, uh, FAN FM, Winds 1010, all news. All news radio Winds FM. This is going to, it has the possibility of dramatically changing the landscape on radio. Radio is a very delicate but very important medium. AM radio is where everybody goes when there is a problem with a storm or if there is, you know, emergency information. Do people even have an AM radio anymore? AM radio is the backbone. It was AM radio that, you know, the EBS system was first designed for, and it was always the AM station that was the lead EBS station. So many people still get their news from radio. I know that people think, oh, nobody listens to radio anymore. That's not true. Uh, it is by far still the most um, used form of media. Uh, people are still driving in their car and listening. Now it has come down, but shockingly, not as much as you think it uh, has. We have noticed that the FCC has stopped all this crap that they used to be doing. Now, they stopped it during the Trump administration, but now they're still not doing things to try to get, you know, talk radio more regulated. And I've wondered why. I haven't wondered why out loud because I don't want to call them out, um, but they just haven't been concerned. And I thought it was because they just didn't think radio is uh, all that important. But if we are not heard on the internet and we're not heard on radio where do we go they can dial us back uh through algorithms and through their public private partnerships with social media but only the fcc could affect us uh on our am radio stations this program i've worked for what used to be called clear channel um, I joined Clear Channel in 1989. That became iHeartMedia, the largest broadcast group, I think, in the world. Um, uh, I've been with them since 1989. My affiliates, generally speaking, are the... Obviously, uh, radio stations having trouble getting Glenn as of right now, as we're having some uh, internet uh, or interference here with the the broadcast. Um, you know, Glenn was has been talking about this issue for a, a really long time, and it is one that is you know crucial to America, especially in a time like this, because this is something we we discussed briefly the other day. But I think it's important, and Glenn, maybe you can chime in on this. That like if you. If you have a situation where there's no more Walter Cronkite and we get our information through all of these other sources, that's a real improvement from the old days. But it's only an improvement to the extent when you can still access those feeds. And if they take away the digital feeds, if they take away your talk radio, if they go after these things, and they are, 
you no longer have an improvement. In fact, you're probably going the opposite direction. You have no source of information. Yeah, well, you have no trusted source. I mean, at least, you know, Walter Cronkite was not as fair and balanced as everybody, you know, likes to believe. He was much, much better than anything today. Um, but, you know, he still had his opinions and they controlled the news through the three sources. But those three sources, generally speaking, were not in bed with the federal government. They were a check on the federal government. And uh, talk radio, local talk radio is so important because it's a check on your local government. People don't know what's happening in their local government. Maybe it's because, you know, people have, uh, you know, not checked in on their radio station uh, and supported their local AM radio station. You have to have these local broadcasts. And quite honestly, the FCC has tried to put talk radio out of business. Happened many, many times, and uh, it <laughs> continues to be a problem, doesn't it? Um, we're going to take a quick uh, break here and come back on the other side uh, with more from Glenn as we try to get uh, reconnected to him. He is uh, live on location here uh, today. So we'll get back to this here in just a second. It is the Glenn Beck Program. I don't know if you can hear me still. We're having massive technical problems. Um, I want to uh, talk to you about our our sponsor this half hour, which is American Financing. American Financing is a place you could go if you are, honestly, if you're just buying a house right now or you, you're doing you know, something like that, or if you're losing your house, you know, you're so backed up with bills and these high uh, interest credit card bills, you got to get out from underneath those things. Last year, I told you that American financing could help. Uh, and what we're looking at now is just from last year, the, the listeners that called American financing that were buried in debt were looking at losing their house. They saved $854 a month. That's like giving yourself a $10,000 raise. Many of them were able to delay two mortgage payments as well. And you can write off that interest now that was the interest on your credit card. It's now into your home so you can write that off. So you're saving money and it's active immediately. May I suggest you call American Financing now at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 1823334, NMLSConsumerAccess.org. APR for the rates in the five starts at 6.275% for well-qualified buyers. Call 800-906-2440 for details about credit costs and terms. The Glenn Beck Program. Glenn's newsletter is free and full of useful info delivered every day right to your inbox. Sign up at glennbeck.com. Well, welcome back to the program. Sorry for these technical difficulties. Um, it, we're in a major uh, snowstorm up here in the mountains, and we are uh, currently rebuilding all of our broadcast facilities so we don't have to uh, depend on satellites uh, anymore. Um, I, I am up at the ranch in uh, Idaho, and I want to thank the good people in, in Boise, 
and also Weston, Idaho. I was supposed to be here to tomorrow, today and tomorrow, to give their Lincoln dinner speech, but I have to leave right after the broadcast and fly back to New York for my father-in-law's wake and funeral. So they have moved this, and in the Treasure Valley, uh, dinner has been moved to Wednesday, March 27th, uh, that's a Wednesday night. It'll be at the Boise Center on the Grove, and we're going to celebrate Lincoln Day, uh, both there and also in Franklin County. I think it's the day after in Franklin County. You can find out all of the information. You can go to adacountylincolnday.org, ADA, ADA County, Lincoln Day. Org and uh, grab your tickets if you'd like to come. I've got a great, great message to deliver. I'm so bummed that I wasn't able to do it this week because I have a, just a really powerful, powerful message that I think you and, and America need to hear. So we are in the hostage uh, uh, crisis. We have 132 days now. You know, this is what started that TV show. And I don't know if anybody remembers it anymore called Nightline. Is it still on, Stu? Um, I don't know. It, uh, Nightline w- was started during the Iranian hostage crisis. Ted Koppel was just going to do a special until we resolved it. And it ended up being 300 and some days before we resolve that hostage crisis now nobody's even doing anything we have a what's called a bug a little a little sign there on the corner of the screen if you're watching the blaze it just says americans still uh held held hostage day 132. well there are people that are talking about it mainly they're the families of the hostages um are they even getting help from our federal government um, we have one family that is going to join us in just a second. Their son had just joined. He's, he was living in New York. They're Americans. And uh, he wanted to join the Israeli uh, army. Uh, and so he went over, I think it was this last summer, to join. And he was right there on the border. And he was one of the first to take um, uh, be taken as a hostage. We're going to talk to his family about what is going on, what information, what is the government doing to help. Then we have Ezra Levanton, who's got a really important uh, news item from Canada. Uh, once again, our good friends up in Canada have started a federal program to allow thousands of Gazans to immigrate to Canada, they're bringing in people. I mean, what what was the the survey? It was like in the eighties or nineties of the people that were Gazans that supported uh, Hamas or attacks like the attacks on Israel. Do you remember that poll, Stu? Yeah, off the top of my head, I don't know the exact details. I actually had this pulled up recently because there's some reason that you at the time got into a little bit of a kerfuffle if they would say, uh, about mm. that particular statistic, because they said you, you had mentioned the terrorist threat from this region, and it was something to the area of, it was above 70%. I want to say it was almost 80 that that supported um, attacks on civilians, um, uh, American civilians. Including the United States, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's... And of course, when it, it was it Jews, is, it was even higher. I mean, it was considerably higher. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so these are not people that uh, will mesh into our Western uh, view of life easily. And as you know, if you've been paying attention, our northern border is really starting to get bad now. Chinese are coming in from the northern border and others that, uh, you know, kind of come from countries that hold uh, ill feelings toward the United States. We are we are in real trouble. There was a shooting in Kansas City and. My first thought was, is this somebody who came over the border? It looks like they were homegrown, but it also looks like this was not a terrorist attack. They weren't just some crazy person trying to shoot. It looks like it may have been some sort of maybe gang. There are two groups of people together, maybe gang, maybe just two groups of drunks. Uh, They get into a fight and they pull guns on each other and they're not trying to shoot the crowd. They're trying to shoot each other. Just a lot of people are around. That's what it looks like. Um, I'd be interested to see if these were legal uh, guns. Be interested to see if it was indeed gangs. Um, But we should should find that out. (laughs) Well, I shouldn't say that. Well, we won't find out anything if that stays true. Uh, If, you know, if it was terrorists, especially if it was white terrorists, we'll know all about it. I think we can write that one off because we should have known that even maybe before the shooting, you know what I mean? Uh, You know, this is a perfect breeding ground for those crazy MAGA white supremacists to just pull a gun. Yeah, Uh, well, I don't think it was that. So we'll uh, have more on that as more details become available. But our border is a real problem. And Ezra Levant will be there. Also, our support of Israel is becoming a real problem. Not for me, but what are we doing in the Biden administration besides sending money over to Iran? The parents of their son taken hostage by Hamas? An American hostage. Day 132. We speak to his parents next. The Glenn Beck Program.